What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo with Trust in Jesus Ministries. And I am so glad you guys are here listening as we are going through Genesis. We're in Genesis chapter 9, verses 8 through 17. Check it out. Stop the tape if you haven't read it yet, and then come back, and we'll discuss the four questions if you have read it. We're going to go ahead and jump into it. Now, here we have the first explicit covenant that God makes with humanity. And the reason I say explicit is because some believe that there is a covenant before the covenant of creation. And we can talk about that a little later. If, if you have any questions, man, you can put it in the comments or something. Uh, I think I did make a video on that on my YouTube channel, Trust in Jesus Ministry. So just check out that. I think it's in um, either the covenants or Reformed theology or something like that. But anyway, this is the first explicit covenant that we have that God makes with humankind and with all of creation. And that is that he is not going to destroy the world again. And he repeats this consistently and constantly, just affirming and letting no one know and all of creation that um, there is never going to be a time where God destroys the world by flood again. And uh, we saw a little earlier and it says that he wasn't going to destroy the world again because of the sin of man. And this is when he explicitly states it and makes the covenant. So he's standing on his promises. He's saying, I'm putting my money where my mouth is, man, because he is making a covenant. And with covenants, he does not break. God keeps his promises. He doesn't have to make a covenant because he's God and his word is never broken. But for our benefit and for our good, he does that. And what covenants usually come with uh, in all senses is they come with um, um, a sign. And, and he gives the sign of this covenant, and that is the rainbow. He says, my bow will be in the sky. And when he sees that bow, he'll remember. And it's kind of crazy to say remember, but, but isn't God all-knowing? And remember we talked about earlier that uh, that word remember is a sign of a covenant that God makes. And so that covenant earlier, whenever um, I said the ex first explicit covenant, but this is that same covenant that he talked about before Noah got on the ark and said, I'm establishing a covenant with you. But um, I just wanted to clear that up because you might have uh, been confused when I said that. But yeah, with this sign is the rainbow that he's putting in the sky so that we know that we will never again, because this is a covenant from everybody, all of creation, all life on the earth. So this covenant extends to even us today. So as we see that rainbow in the sky, we know that God will never destroy the world again, ever, by flood, by the waters of the flood. And he says this so that we might know. And that bow in the air, whenever it says, remember he says, I will remember. It's not that he forgets, but it's a sign of the covenant saying that he is recognizing this thing that we have made together. But what's so amazing about this is there's different kinds of covenants, man. There's a Suzerian uh, uh, covenant, but this was a grant covenant where he is the sole uh, participator in the actions of the covenant. There's nothing that we can do. And it's it's almost like the it's kind of like the covenant that we have of grace. Whenever we find that there is nothing that we can do to retain salvation, but it is all on God's part and none of ours. And so this is one of those covenants that's made. There's another one, a grant covenant that is made with David and that he is just going to do everything for David, build him a house, give him a king that's going to sit on the throne forever. There's nothing that David does. It just says he says just walk before him. 
And the same thing with Abraham. Those are grant covenants, but there are other covenants. And uh, we'll, we can talk about those when we get to them. Uh, we'll talk about one in um, Exodus when we get there, because that's the covenant of Israel that God makes where there's stipulations. And then there's a sign. There's all these things that go on. But with this covenant here, this grant covenant, it is God who is the sole doer of all these things, while we as human beings and creation and life on earth are just benefactors of God's grace. And so that's just a, a that's just a wonderful thing. And I want to say again, man, it's like um, a, a he, he just repeats this over and over as you read. You're like, why is he saying this over there? Because he wants us to recognize and know that this is something that he will never do again and that we can trust him in this. So what is this? What is this uh, scripture saying about God? Well, it's saying that he is a promise keeper and a covenant maker. Like this is the thing that he does is, is when he has something he specifically wants us to see and know he'll make a covenant. Like the, the, and the, the greatest covenant, I'm just going to fast forward to Jesus is the new covenant where we find grace and salvation through Jesus's death on the cross and resurrection. That is a marvelous covenant because he lets us know that we are worthy of being saved, despite sometimes feeling that we, we aren't. But God, even in our sin, loves us so much that he desires to save us. But he's a promise keeper. And so the, the thing that he does, which we see now that he's never flooded after all these years, he's never flooded the earth again and destroyed all life on it. And so we, we know that he's keeping his promise which now we fast forward again as I go through to the new covenant, that he is going to keep his promise and take us with him, that we are his possession, we are his people, that we are his treasure. He's going to keep that promise. Now, what's it say about man? Trust Jesus or trust God in this specific sense, but know that he has the, the word of truth that cannot be broken. And so when he places it under an oath or places it under a covenant, then we can be absolutely sure, absolutely certain that whatever he says will come to pass. And how can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, I think for us to recognize that um, he has given us a sign. If we are saved, if we've been blood bought by Jesus Christ, if we trust in the, the ministry that Christ did on this earth as he walked sinless and and then died on the cross and then rose again saying if you believe in him we can have eternal life and, and you trust and believe that well then you were given a sign well what's that sign it's the sign of baptism and so as god promised to never destroy the world again by flood as we look up into the sky and we see that rainbow man look to your baptism look to when you were brought up under those waters and you were raised up and know that what he has started in you, he will complete. What he has given you, man, is so powerful and it will get you through. That's what it means to have that. That. Uh, that's what it means to have that uh, sign. Is it points to something. It points to salvation of God. The baptism does. As the bow points to the salvation and grace of God by never flooding the world again. I appreciate you guys for listening and I will see you in the next episode.